Sit Down Marks, episode number six, six, six. Let's talk some wrestling, shall we? Appreciate you guys being here, man. I'm the Dirty Bird. The sound alerts are on. Well, let me turn myself off in my ear. Sorry. There we go. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, episode number six, man. Uh, I got the sound alerts turned on. So, everybody out there in chat land, check those guys out. Uh, use those bits, man. It's going to be fun, man. Let's talk about tonight on the show, man. Uh, uh, I'm the Dirty Bird. You're very, very heel host this time of year. Also, uh, my guy over there, Primo. From the land of the rattlesnake, Mr. Team Extreme himself. He's got a little surprise for us here. Give me one second. All right, so let's let him get this out of the way here. I hate this surprise. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Uh, there, was a, there was a little man in a box that made it from, uh, from Illinois to, to Virginia. <laughs> oh, he's got the medals on too. Look at this guy. <laughs> so, uh, long story short, congratulations, Primo. He won the Mania Pick'em contest by everybody here on the show. We were tied with 13 picks each. It came down to a tiebreaker between Bianca and Sasha by the time. And he won by a minute and a half. So, congratulations, Primo. Glad to see Kurt made it there in one piece. He's one coming piece. back. He's coming back, uh, SummerSlam, we baby. Don't. He's coming back. Yeah, I'm, I'm very bitter about, about the placement of that Kurt right there. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. All right. But our other, uh, our other co-host here, he's on with us full-time now, everybody. Welcome. I, I introduced him as the Markiest Mark, Mark of all Marks, but now he's from the mean streets of Chicago. <laughs> AJ, everybody, welcome. Thanks, AJ, for being on with us. He's going to ride with us the rest of the way here as we get going. Wahoo! Our, uh, our special guest today, man, a lot of people, if you are familiar with eNASCAR, NASCAR Heat on Xbox, if you've seen any kind of races on any of my channels, you know who this guy is, man. This guy is uh, he's he's one of the big dogs on NASCAR Heat, man. He's uh, he's coming off his second championship in a little on the high side racing league, Mister Two Times. Yeah, I call him Mister Consistent, man, because he's good at every track that he runs on. But we, tonight we brought him in here. We're going to talk a little wrestling. Everybody, welcome, just in my fist twenty four. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me on, Dirty Bird. Yeah, man. Appreciate you being here, man. This is going to be uh, a fun show, man. We're going to do a little recap talking. We're going to talk about uh, WWE cuts. You know, a little bit of uh, a little bit of indie action coming up. So, man, I tell you what, man. First thing, let's let's thank our sponsors here. I got uh, I got a little uh, rowdy sour apple green here tonight. Primo's with me. me. Chiseled ice. Little little chiseled yeah. ice. So thanks those thanks to uh, Rowdy Energy appreciate it. Oh, it goes right there on the screen. Uh, if you guys want to uh, uh, get some of that for yourself, then uh, uh, there's a link right there on my Twitter page. You can grab your own. Also, CoastlandApparel.com they uh, they sponsor the the show here and also the channel. So go check those guys out. Use promo code BirdTV for fifteen percent off. I got the hat on. AJ sporting the shirt. Has a hood. Too. Primo's, Primo's got the hat. Oh, I didn't even see oh, those. See. Oh, 
not gonna Ooh. lie, the only reason I got this shirt is because I was gonna do the AJ Styles hood thing, but it doesn't work with this stupid hat on. So. They don't want none. They don't want none. It was a good talk. It was a good talk. It was a good talk. All right. Well, here we go, man. Primo, this day in wrestling and birthdays. Let's roll, baby. All right. This day in history, April 21st. That is today, right? Correct. Yep. All right. 2002. We have Backlash 2002. Uh, The main event then. Get this, Hulk Hogan defeats Triple H for the Undisputed Championship. Undisputed Championship? Yeah. It's wow. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it was one of the longest gaps in between uh, WWE Heavyweight Championships since his last time before WCW. Wow. 2002. I think I read the other longest gap was Bob Backlund. Might have been the longest gap of, between wow. world titles. Yeah, was yeah. It, was it a clean loss? Did Triple H job clean? Yeah, I think I think it was. It was. Oh no, it wasn't. I think uh, there was interference via Undertaker. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. The old screwy Triple H finish yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, moving forward, a little more, a little right. more recent, and it kind of uh, goes in line with somebody that we're talking about tonight, two thousand sixteen. And it really crazy. It doesn't seem that long ago. 2016 NXT Samoa Joe takes the top NXT Championship from Finn Balor. Oh yeah, match. yeah. Absolutely love that match. That was yeah, man. great. Mus- the Muscle Buster. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Demon, wow. Demon Finn. D. Yep. So uh, this last one also goes with our top five favorite factions that we're talking about tonight. 2019, April 21st, was the Shield's final chapter. The final match for the Shield. Uh, They're preparing for Dean Ambrose now, John Moxley, (laughs) uh, to depart from WWE. And uh, that was in 2019. Wow. Yeah. Birthdays. Wrestling birthdays. April 21st, you have 1958. Back when, uh, you dirty might remember this, 1958, <laughs> Brutus Beefcake. Brutus, oh, Bruti. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll be talking about him later on. <laughs> <laughs> 1978, move forward 20 years. You got Big Rick, otherwise known as Ezekiel Jackson. And in 1985, speaking of that 1985 year, uh, Jay Lethal. Oh, Jay Lethal. yeah. Love some Jay Lethal, man. Jay Lethal, Black Machismo. Yeah, Black I was going to say, the best macho impression yeah. out there. Is, Ooh, yeah. Was, oh, oh, yeah. Come on. It was almost uncanny. Oh, man. Uh, so good. And that is April 21st in wrestling history. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I love the randomness of that because you get a you know a bunch of different ones from a bunch of different eras and uh, yeah, you know. So oh, interesting. I would have never you know you you could have came to me and said oh you remember in two thousand two when Hogan beat Triple H at Backlash? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> you never hear about it. It's not something that's ever talked about. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now I would be interested to know is that the last title Hogan won? That wasn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he. I don't know if he won any in TNA. But uh, yeah, WWE. Maybe he might have won. I don't remember when he won the tag titles with Edge. 
Um, right, yeah, yeah. yeah I can't six, about that. I want to say, 2007 right. or something like that. It's probably a good know. guess. It's got to be a right, right around there. It's, got, it's definitely that last world title in uh, yeah. WWE. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, hey, guys. Appreciate you joining in. Here's Enzo Ashton. Jess, uh, we know this guy as Lucid. He used to race with us, remember, uh, years ago? Or not years ago. Well, maybe a year ago. But, yeah, he's in here. Uh, hang, hang on. What's up, man? Appreciate you tuning in here uh, tonight. So, all right, so yeah, a lot of a um, lot of recap tonight. So let's let's uh, <clears throat> let's get that going. Let's start off uh, with uh, AEW. Now uh, uh, the only solo promotion on Wednesdays, all by himself. Yeah. So all right, AJ, let's go, baby. Uh, all right, uh, AEW last Wednesday kickoff with a Young Bucks promo talking about why they uh, why they turned on Mox last week. Uh, up Super next, uh, <laughs> well, then, then there was a, a promo with uh, Mike Tyson and MJF, which MJF's always great with his stupid scarves. And um, <laughs> he offer, yeah. he offers Mike Tyson a check, and Mike Tyson chews it up and spits it out in Mike Tyson fashion, always biting things. So that's how the show kicked off. Two two okay promos, and then uh, we have the AEW tag championship match between Pac and Ray Phoenix and uh, taking on the Young Bucks, which this is, this is like a great way to open the show, like match of the night in my opinion. Yeah, uh, hot, it was a hot match, man. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. Like, it was Reminds you of the old cruiserweight days in WCW. Yeah, or, or like the X Division in uh, TNA. Yeah, in TNA, yeah. Great. So the, uh, the finish was kind of weird, like uh, so Nick Jackson gives uh, Pac a low blow and then rips off Ray Phoenix's mask, mask and then they both super kick him and for one, two, three, and that's how they retain. Yeah, big swerve there. Like, I didn't see the mask thing coming. Like, it just happened. I know. Like, All of a sudden, like, you know. Now, uh, you know, I know that I've seen this angle before because I'll, I'll say this because um, a A W in Chicago, Phoenix was in a um, a feud with Sammy Callahan for a long time, and of course they got around to you know the mask versus t- career and you know all that stuff. Well, Ray always wore it without the chin strap, you know, you know. So so Sammy did the same thing one time when I was at a live match and they were doing the blow off. Yeah, he pulled it right off. So you see like a half a second glimpse of what he looks like. And, and then, then they, like, ah, yeah. 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 <laughs> then yeah. he gets double super kick. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Up next, quick promo with Hangman Page, which was not bad. Um, with the Dark Order, right? That's what it yeah, was. With the Dark yeah. Order. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> promo with the Inner Circle and Mike Tyson. Jericho <laughs> calls the pinnacle the pineapple. Which the pineapple. Bad. <laughs> just great yeah. so there's a, there's a lot of squash matches on this show so match number two was uh, Red Velvet with uh, against Jade Cargill uh, basically a, it's a squash match like she had uh, Jade hit Red Velvet with the Jaded and that was it. it. Took about twelve seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 going all in on Jade. This is she's right. going to be the next like big thing. Yeah, yeah, with her, yeah. yeah. Her Jade, like Jade with her like China muscles. Like, 
Oh, definitely, yeah. She has China muscles. Uh, up next, uh, quick promo with uh, Dr. Britt Baker, who just goes down the women's rankings, which, nah. uh Match number yeah. three, another, another squash match. This was with Anthony Ogogo, who is going by the governor, apparently. <laughs> listening, listening to Excalibur try and say the governor in a British accent made me laugh quite a bit, because he was like, the governor. Like, Don't. Yeah. Uh, the governor. It was another squash. It was another squash. Like, um, Against some jobber whose name I didn't even write, Cole Billy yeah. Body or something like that. Yeah, didn't write his name down. They're pushing this guy right is like a uh, big boxer over in England. Yep. You know he's, you know, so his finisher is like a uh, is like a, an abdomen shot, like yeah, a you know, like a gut shot. You know, like you know, finisher punch right to the meat basket. Yeah. All right. So. Anybody, yeah, has, has, has anybody ever heard of a finisher with a, uh, you know, I mean, you know, Big Show punch, Ronnie Garvin hands a stone punch, you know, but like not that was to the face and jaw, like nothing never to the bread basket. And like a, you're, like a, you, know, like you fall over. Referee's like, oh, he's out. Yeah, that's it. You know, like, you know, right, right, Jim? Right. Come on, right? Oh, yeah. I've, I've never seen something like that before. They really had him job hard for him. One of those local wrestlers coming in. Make him look real strong. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see one of the, the top stars taking a shot like that with no. one hit, but the jobbers, oh, every time, gonna it's gonna knock him out. The ref stopped it immediately too. Like, yeah, he's yeah. barely on the ground. The ref was like, no, no. The, the second he hit the ground, the ref was already calling for it. Yeah, they're they're gonna have to work hard to try to get this one over, man. That's you know, it, it, it's there's not much pizzazz to it. It's a little. It's like, oh, that's this finisher. So many times before, where how many times has it actually worked? Right, like zero. Yeah, like, yeah. The yeah. closest thing to like any kind of strike, apart from Big Show, was like Wade Barrett's little elbow, I guess. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like, I like the name though, Anthony Agogo. I like yeah, that. Anthony Agogo. He's a British Olympian. He's yeah, in the that, Olympics apparently. That's catchy. Uh, that's right. Bionic elbow. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The the wait. What was Dusty Rhodes's elbow? Bionic elbow. Bionic elbow. Bionic elbow. Yeah. Green elbow pads. Bah. The Lex yeah. Luger forearm, which is the worst move ever. <laughs> so so that was that was that match. Just a, a punch, and then that was it. And Excalibur saying. Governor in a British accent. Governor. <laughs> yeah. Governor. Up next was a promo with Miro, which made me sad because <laughs> I love Rusev and he's not Rusev anymore. He's he's just generic. Like I want the titles. And yeah. promo made me sad. So uh, match number four was uh, <laughs> Dax, Dax Harwood versus uh, Le Champion. Which Jericho has the best AEW music. Like, it, it, I love his his edge easily. I was just like, by far. I want to go to a show just to sing that song live. I mean, call, I know. Call me dumb. Yeah. I don't care. You know, like, yeah. I, I was as well. Yeah. You, did you have you seen the uh, the clip of the uh, cruise of Jericho? You'll have to watch that. Look it up on YouTube. He's, he comes out because it's his cruise. Yeah. From, At the time, he was yeah, champion with AEW. All right, comes out on – yeah, he walks out, and everybody erupts and sings Judas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. amazing. Like, yeah. this is a big moment. His cruise, he's the champion, you know. 
It's awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Where was I? Oh yeah, Jericho and Dax Harwood. <laughs> so this match, so it is either a schmoz when the um uh the inner circle and the pineapple come out and because that's what I'm going to call them now. Um, most of the time, right. Mike Tyson, because he was the special enforcer in the match, just stood around wearing pink shorts and looking bored. But he does. So so Cash Wheeler, at one point, um, gets gets a, a bat, and he goes to hit Tyson with him, and Tyson gives him a stiff jab. Did you guys catch that? Like, Yeah. A, like, I thought he actually, like, like almost <laughs> broke – Cash's jaw. I feel like it. It is stiff. Well, I I feel it's hard for Mike to throw a working punch. Yeah, like (laughs) this man has blasted people for decades. You know, now you want to throw one, but make this one miss. Throw it, throw it gently with nothing behind it. It's like no, he's he's gonna break someone's jaw. Right. He's Um, good. Yeah. But the, I mean, that was so. That was basically the mass. Like, Schmal's on the outside, Tyson knocking out Cash Wheeler, and uh, Jericho hitting the the Judas effect for the win, mm-hmm. which is great. And uh, up next, Kenny Omega gets the elite back together, and they cut a typical heel promo, yep. which was fine. It was. Uh, we seen. We knew this was coming. Yeah, they, ha- they have to. They have to. <laughs> I mean, how can you not? Like, especially when you turn the young bucks back to heels. Like, of course, they're just going to be right. The elite gets back together. Um, what is next? Oh, uh, weird! Another another squash match. This one with Chris Statlander, who is making her return. And uh, yeah, she's a she's a pretty girl. Yeah, she's easy on the eyes, boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, her her job or opponent wasn't bad either. I. I Again, don't know the name. I wrote Lady Jobber. Because that's what she was. <laughs> Lady Enhancement. <laughs> so how does she get away with coming out to the Pixies? I, I would think that, does AEW pay for that song? Because she came out to Where Is My Mind by the Pixies, which is awesome. Okay, okay first of all, I didn't know this. This is interesting to me. Um, Chris did or the, the other girl? Chris did. Chris did okay. Yeah. I did notice. I don't feel like that was her old music. I feel like it might be some new music. So maybe I don't, she's I don't got. Think it was. Maybe she's a buddy with a pixie. With, I guess with, with Frank Black or something. <laughs> yeah. I was digging the new theme song. I didn't realize it was new because of how long she was gone. But yeah, I was enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. Where, where is my mind by the Pixies? Was the song? It's a great song. It's at the end of Fight Club. Oh, um, yeah! yeah. I didn't little, know that. Trivia. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah. So squash match, supernova, pal driver, super safe. Uh, one, two, three. It was fine. Um, up next, so we have a promo by uh, Team Taz. Taz yeah. Looks like he looks like a piece of bubble yum. <laughs> like, like the way he's he's very. Bubble yumish, and he yeah. had his FTW hat on, and I yeah. mean, it looked like orange bubble yum. Yeah, which <laughs> poor Taz. But he talks to Christian about joining Team Taz, and Christian says no, and it's about all that that is. So then, uh, so match number six, 
um, which this is this is so it's Matt Hardy versus Darby Allen, which Primo, you talked about Darby Allen a couple of weeks ago, and I'm on board with Darby Allen. Like I, I was kind of like on the fence before, but now I'm like, yeah, he's awesome. This was good. This was a good match. This was it was it was a things happen match. Yeah, Just a bunch of stuff happening. Uh, you know, everyone comes out. You know, Matt Hardy's family comes out, and then Sting comes out, and I pop like a child when Sting comes out. I'm like, it's Sting, like yeah. which Shivanti calling it sounds great, <laughs> but I always want to see Sting. But I don't want to see Sting do things. If that makes any sense, because then you yeah. stand there, yeah. point the bat, yeah, like come out in your cool crow face paint, yeah, but yeah. don't like try and do a, a stinger splash or and because then everyone's reminded that you are in fact a balding sixty-five-year-old man, and yeah, it's the just paint, no the paint good. Going a little higher and higher. I know, like <laughs> the face paint starts like right here. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I like it though because I feel like he wants to. Uh, kind of go out on his own way, I guess, you know, like not, not to give the fans like, one last hurrah that he didn't get yeah. to a year ago. Sure, sure. And maybe he can go over. Hey, there's a concept. Let's let Sting win. Let's not go and WWE and put him in the with Triple H. He's not winning that match. Yeah. Brock, yeah, like, have have yeah. NWO yeah. come out, which doesn't make sense. Yeah. That made no sense. Yeah. Sting hated the NWO. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> right. Bothering me. We, we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, finish of this match, though, was pretty cool because, you know, uh, he got – Darby Allen got Hardy on a table, climbed up a little scaffolding thing, and it had to have been a 20-foot coffin drop, which is basically a trust fall. It's hard to see Darby Allen do that and not be like, trust fall. <laughs> I just wanted him to go out. Trust fall, and then it was cool though. Like, oh shit, the way he hits it looks painful, and so and then uh, yeah, that was the end of the match. And then um, so they 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 tease a little um, Darby Allen Sting uh, partnership, which I'm I'm all for. I think that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that's AEW from uh, from last Wednesday. Look forward yeah, to tonight. awesome. Sounds great. Yeah, it was moving the needle, you know, moving the needle kind of episode, you know. I think next week they're going to start the fallout of Team Taz, I think, or at least the part of Cage getting out, I think, because he's going to wrestle the other dude, the other big guy there. So, all right, AEW. So, all right, guys, so um, Impact, this was the first night they moved to Thursdays. So, um, so uh, we start right off with a match. Josh Alexander, TJP, you know, a back and forth match. These guys are going to be in a triple threat match with Ace Austin versus Ace Austin at uh, Rebellion, which is coming up this Sunday, actually. So I'll talk about more than that in a second. But uh, uh, Josh Alexander makes TJP tap out to an ankle lock. Uh, then after that, they go back to showing Jazz being retired by Deanna Perrazzo. Um, that leads uh, to something that's going to come up later. Um, uh, Access TV then promotes a commercial, which I thought was pretty interesting. They're going to be showing the old Impact pay-per-views, old Impact and TNA. Um, looks like you know regular shows 
on like kind of off days, Saturday during the days and that kind of stuff. Cause sometimes, cause I set my, have my DVR set to record it. Sometimes I'll go to watch it and there'll be like two or three impacts and they showed like hard to kill from 2006 or, <laughs> you know, like, or, you yeah. know, uh, whatever those ones were with Kurt Angle and all those guys. But anyway, so they're going to be showing more of those. Um, next out, the good brothers against decay, which is, uh, back together crazy steve and rosemary and now they have um i think his name is black taurus have y'all seen this human mm-hmm. holy yeah. cow yeah it's a bit of a just monster he's a monster like yeah yeah he's a lucha libre uh i don't know legend yet but you know he's triple a guy that, that's come over so anyway so he's in decay uh carl anderson wins with a spine buster um, also kind of, uh, sets up for, for later on. And then, uh, right after that, they go, Impact's been doing these things where they cut to the back and like everybody's talking all at the same time and all this kind of stuff. Well, this time for whatever reason, if you guys remember Petey Williams, mm-hmm. uh, a while back, you remember a long time ago, he was like Scott Steiner's like, uh, yeah, little yeah. protege, you know, yeah. you remember he had, all right. So they did like a flashback like to that but it wasn't a flashback it was actually happening and Petey was doing Steiner math (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it was good man he had the chain going he was going you know 33 and a third like you know (laughs) so it goes to him it shows him doing this for like 30 seconds and then cuts away probably the funniest part of the whole show man Dodd had me dying laughing I wanted to watch him keep doing it so anyway, uh, so Jazz comes out. This is going to be her retirement speech. Um, um, the the F- Impact Women's Champions, uh, knockouts they call them, uh, Fire and Flavor come out. Um, you know, and they talk about you know, oh, you know, you're you're washed up, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then uh, so so then they drag them in the ring, impromptu tag match. Jordan Grace uh, is tagging with Jazz against these two. Well, Jazz uh, goes out with a win. Um, all the wrestlers surround the ring, give her a send-off. She's officially done. Tommy Dreamer gets in the ring, thanks her for coming back, you know, that kind of stuff. So, anyway, so this is the send-off for Jazz. Um, next up, um, we got uh, kind of a mano mano between Brian Myers and Zach Cardona, a.k.a. Uh, I said Zach Cardona, Zach Ryder, aka Matt Cardona. So they're going to pick. Uh, yeah, they're going to pick. Woo woo woo. They're going to pick uh, opponents for each other. So Myers is up first. Uh, Cardona picked Jake something for him to wrestle, um, and then Myers wins pretty easy with what he calls the roster cut, which is basically just a hard clothesline. But he calls it the roster cut. So I thought that was kind of funny. So anyway, so Cardona comes out. He's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I don't know who you're going to, you know, uh, put up against me. But, you know, I'm going to beat everybody, whatever. So Myers says, well, you know, you've never beat this guy, blah, blah, blah. And out comes Sammy Callahan. Beats the crap out of Cardona. <laughs> Package power driver. This thing's over, man. One, two, three. Done. <laughs> Sammy uh, not squashes him, but you know, pretty close. He got he got a little bit in, but you know, so I, I don't understand that. So anyway, so um, package pile driver uh, Trey Miguel comes out, talks to Sammy. They're trying to form a, a team, and then uh, Sammy uh, low blows Trey. 
So they set up for a last man standing match at Rebellion on Sunday. So getting to the end of the show, Finn Juice comes out. They cut a big promo. They got the tag team titles on. They're like, we're coming back from Japan. You know, we'll be there at Rebellion. You know, good brothers. You know, we're going to smash you, all this stuff. And then, uh, and then so we head to a makeshift press conference between uh, Rich Swan and Omega. So it starts off, Omega's not even there. So they come in fashionably late. You know, they got suits on. They're looking fresh. Alice is right there. He's popping off. You know, he, he tells uh, Josh, um, I can't think of his name, Josh, anyway, to get out of there. So he leaves. So Callis is there. He talks for a minute. Uh, Omega comes up up there, and he's like, you know, I love this. This is what I do. I make these kind of matches. You're only here because of me. And he goes, this was great, man. This was great. He goes, um, so they're all looking fresh, right? Fly suits looking good. And, and uh, Omega goes to Swan. He goes, this is how important this is to me he goes he goes you know this is this is probably your biggest match of your career right and Swan's <laughs> like hey yeah probably he goes well you decided to wear a members only jacket to the press conference you know and he goes this is how serious I take it look at me uh, you know I'm the role I'm you know I'm you know all that so anyway so you know so what happens at press conferences right before pay-per-views? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Pull parts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So they're going at it. It rolls off. You know, they start rolling off. You know, this Sunday is uh, is um, uh, is the pay-per-view. AEW or AEW Impact together for uh, – it's going to be called Rebellion. So – uh, be interested. I will let you guys know all the uh, happenings for that. So, all right. So, just um, okay. No way, no way. Swan wins, <laughs> but yes what way. He, what he does though. Oh, that would be a huge you swear. But yes way though. Omega wins, right? I think they put the both titles on Omega. What do you think? That's my guess. I, I don't see, I don't see Swan beating Omega, especially with how they've been building Omega on on both brands. Because it's not this isn't the first time he's wrestling over there, right? So I, I think it'll be Omega going over Swan. Add yeah. their, their ego of what they got going on in the elite. Yeah, I just don't know. Like I, I, I see what makes what makes sense with putting the belt on Omega. Like if you're impact, you'd be like, Oh yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want, you know, Omega as your champ, but in the same sense, they're going to have to get that belt back off of him at some point. So, you know, unless they come up yeah. with something screwy, you know, yeah. Like know. They, uh, with something screwy. they always yeah. think of something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it is impact. That's what they, they gotta, do. Best. Find a way to protect both of their champions. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So, and yeah. then like a no contest. Type yeah. situation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wrestling 101, you know, if, uh, well, go home show right before Rebellion, they were all pulled apart. Thursday before that, Rich Swan wins in that, you know, so he's standing tall. So here's another reason why I think Omega, you know, comes up a winner. So, but we'll see, man. I'll let you guys know next, next week. So, 
So, uh, real quick, uh, just some notes about um, some indie shows coming up. Um, AJ, I know you're familiar with this too. I was checking uh, Iron Spirit Pro, our local. You know, I think they're trying to get started back up soon. They are, they are actually. They uh, yeah. I sent them an email um, because I heard that they were trying to start, you know, having house shows again. And then I have yet to receive a response, which yeah, they kind of watch all their social media. So, but they're getting back up going. Um, uh, also, um, SCI, the Scenic City Invitational, they help, they hold it every year. It's usually right around Tennessee, um, Chattanooga area. This year, they're moving from, to a new venue for the tournament. Not a new venue, basically, but a new venue for the tournament. It's going to be held in Red Bank. So what it is is basically 16 competitors from the southeast, you know, it's it's like the new up and comers. You know, in some, uh, you know, sometimes they bring in old school guys. Not kidding you. I, I've been to this tournament three years in a row now. Last year, Two Cold Scorpio was there. <laughs> year before last, dead. Year before last, not last year, twenty twenty, obviously, but year before last, Two Cold Scorpio was in the tournament. Duke the Dumpster Drosy was there. Like they go, you know, they like it, it's fun. They go grab, you know, and, and it's a two day tournament. Daniel Maccabe won last time. It was freaking amazing. Yeah, so uh, so it, it, it's fun. So we're we're talking about uh, me and Primo's going to that for sure. So uh, every week they announce a new uh, participant. So that's uh, getting picked up. AAW out of Chicago. They're still running their uh, live shows on Twitch right now. So and then basically just a lot of uh, uh, people getting started back up with their shows. Not a lot of uh, titles changing hands um, at the moment. So um, I think the last time a, a title was changed that was big was AJ Gray um, beat Warhorse for the independent title. But other than that, it's basically been nothing else uh, title-wise anyway. So, all right. So Primo's going to line us up here with SmackDown from last week, Raw, and then NXT. So, all right, Primo, you got your vocal cords ready, buddy? Yes, sir. Let's do it. <coughs> All right. So, SmackDown first from last week. So, Smackdown. this is going to be SmackDown after Mania. Yes, sir. So, it's our first SmackDown after Mania this past Friday. We had the debut of the new announcer, uh, newest uh, member of the announce team, Pat McAfee. He, uh, they announced... Uh, Announced him right away at the beginning of the show, and he did a phenomenal job the whole time. He was really good. I like him. In fact, I like him more than the guy on Raw. Adnan Burke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so our show opener was Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns comes out. He arrives to a very, very warm Acknowledge welcome. Me. Acknowledge just, me. Just kidding. It wasn't warm at all. He was getting, he was getting booed hardcore. Uh, basically, yeah, he even had the Acknowledge Me shirt, uh, which I need one of them. Uh, <laughs> I got, I gotta get me an Acknowledge Me shirt. That'd be sick. Uh, he's talking about how, what he accomplished at WrestleMania, uh, Paul Heyman reiterates how many championships are held between Edge and, uh, Daniel Bryan, and how... 
Roman Reigns walked out of WrestleMania, but the other two did not. So we kind of saw this happening. We talked about it last week. Out comes Cesaro. Yes. So Cesaro comes out. Swiss Superman uh, comes out. Yeah. I hate that arm thing. And basically, as he comes out, Roman Reigns kind of just like brushes him off. You know, not worth my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't let him get the mic in his hand. He walked yeah. off. Yeah, was, was like, good. okay. He's like, all right, see you later, scrub. Yeah. And then walks out. So uh, after commercial break, backstage, Cesaro uh, goes to Adam Pierce and requests a match with Reigns same night. Well, before Adam Pierce could even talk, uh, her name just slipped my mind. But uh, she says, "Oh, you know, we'll go ahead and arrange that. You know, so or we'll get, we'll talk to him, and then fast forward. We'll move back to that later. Fast forward, we go, we get some mean reaction uh, between Otis and Rey Mysterio. It's uh, coming off of more of their tag team stuff from the previous week with the Mysterios and Alpha Academy. Rey Mysterio ends up defeating Otis." And uh, Mysterios walk out of there victorious. Poor Otis. Yeah, he's losing, he's losing his. He lost his partner. Wow. He's losing. <laughs> yeah. They turned him heel. They turned him heel. He lost Mandy. He lost. He lost the. Lost he lost the briefcase, man. boys. He lost the briefcase. Lost God everything. Dang. Poor fella, what man. God have anymore. <laughs> uh, w- so, Gable. Yeah, his Gable. <laughs> He's he's wheeling ready and gable. Uh, he's got this ready and gable. Yeah. Poor gable. Yeah. Short, first of all, I was a not I was not a fan of the shorty G, G thing. No, I actually like I, I like Gable, but I did not like <laughs> Shorty G in ring. But man, some of the situations and things they put him through, yeah, have not helped just, at all. Just feel. I bad really liked uh, American Alpha. Yeah, him I did and, too. Yeah. Like really, really like him. Yeah, but yeah, then he, yeah. But then they made him Kurt Angle's son, and then he got hurt. Now Gable's just well, Gable. Gable there. Um, what was his name? Um, oh shoot, I just uh, oh, yeah. I just Kurt Gable. Angle's son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jason, Jason. Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Jason Jordan. I've so Alexander, it, but it was, was Gable got hurt, and then they went single with with Jordan and then the whole thing. And then he got hurt with the knee. Gable comes back. They have nothing that, you know, so you know. Like back and forth staggered starting yeah. story too. And starting to get anywhere with it. Like so it was, it, it went down in flames so bad. Uh, if they would have went with Gable as the son, which was there, all the dirt sheets were kind of thinking, I, I think it would have went a little differently. Just because he's he was actually in the Olympics, you know. Uh-huh. So we officially have a fifth guest on the pod. We have Tyler or just his cat is currently uh, just cat talk a little wrestling. Yeah, look at <laughs> it's Miss Kitty. It's Miss Kitty. Where's where's the taco hat? Uh, so uh, moving forward, uh, backstage we're coming off of that Cesaro request for the match. Backstage, Paul Paul Heyman cuts the promo. Uh, says that at WrestleMania, you thought that they had a rain delay, but really it was tears. <laughs> it, it was tears of everybody uh, crying about what Roman Reigns was going to do. 
to uh, <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Edge. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, he says that Cesaro is going to be able to uh, get a chance to prove himself, except not against Reigns. He has to do it against Jay Uso. So that match was announced as the main event. Right after that, we get Sami Zayn in the ring talking in more conspiracy, more conspiracy <laughs> stuff. Uh, talks about how Logan Paul was his friend, and he was too busy in the match worrying about was Logan, was Logan Paul happy? What was he thinking over there? Was it you know? Is he yeah? All that stuff, uh, and how basically he was screwed. Uh, in that match, just like any other match, and that Logan Paul's brain was poisoned by everybody. Uh, out comes Kevin Owens, and they end up having a match. Well, Kevin Owens is beating the tar out of Sami Zayn, stomping yeah. a mud hole, and he, Sammy hightails it up the ramp, gets counted out on purpose, Kale wins via countout, but Kevin Owens runs down to that ramp, grabs him, throws him back in the ring, stuns him, and then walks out. You know, doesn't let him, you know, doesn't, doesn't let that stand. Gets a hold so, of him. So is that, is that the blow-off to the feud now, finally? Like, can they both go on and do it? <laughs> or are they just going to keep Oh, definitely keep not. Going? Zane's insane. It's, he's yeah, not yeah. Good. I'm trying to, I was thinking about this when I was watching it, because there's going to be a way, there's going to be a time when he's got to return back to normal, right? Because he's a great babyface. Yeah. And uh, how are they going to do it? Are they going to like send him to like a facility to you know the loony bin? Are they going to, or is he just going to be off TV for a little bit and then come back repackaged as himself? You know, yeah, like, a, or maybe like a Seth Rollins kind of thing when they have to go to their therapy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Or maybe they bring in uh, like an old, like a legend or something to bring you in. Know. Uh, what was that dude's name? Uh, Doctor Shelby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shelby. Yeah, he was Sasha Banks and Bailey's doctor too. Right? Yeah. So uh, afterwards, we talked about him last week. I forgot what uh, you said his name was, uh, Dirty, that you knew him by before. But Apollo introduced us to Commander Aziz, the Nigerian Nail. Yeah, it was Baba Tunde. Yeah. Babatunde. It was Babatunde. Yeah. So we now have we now have a name to the to the big man. He's Commander Aziz, also known as the Nigerian Nail. Does the old Umaga. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and that was his introduction to us as the audience. Moving on, we have Street Profits coming out. They come out in all blue, but yeah. red solo cups still shot from the ceiling, so I thought that was interesting. But, but the reason they did that. Right, they also had blue cup in hand, yeah. and it, it, they they didn't really uh, tease it before until they got there. Was they were actually doing a celebration for Bianca Belair? Uh, so when they come back, Bianca's there. She's getting her celebration in, you know, and uh, basically tells them, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Go beat the Dirty Dogs for the tag team titles because their match is up next. Dirty Dogs come out. They have their match. And they defeat Street Profits. No titles for them. Dirty Dogs, Ziggler, Rude, the glorious Robert Rude. Cool. Still tag team champions. That's one of the best theme songs. Uh, I hated it, honestly. It so I funny. love it. 
And oh, then, really? And then, you, you hated it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 I just I didn't get into that one. I like that. I heard it. I loved it instantly. Yeah. So that was pretty good, actually. Exactly. I so with the spin around and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately, we still have. The NX, or excuse me, the women's tag team championships on Nia and Shayna, and they had a singles match between Natalia and Shayna. There was a distraction by uh, Mandy and uh, Dana, which caused Nia to run up the ramp. Shayna to lose the match. After the match, though, a little bit of maybe tension between uh, Nia and Shayna. Could cause a little potential uh, uh, friction. So, moving yeah, on to the main they, event. They've been doing this since the beginning, really. Yeah. You know, yeah we're doing this for so long now. They're yeah. two heels, like two heels. Like, you know, yeah. Right. Constantly threatening, like, the breakup angle. Way longer than I thought it would have. Right. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. They're gonna have a feud that no one cares about at all because yeah. it's Nia Jax, right? Or Dana and Mandy win the titles, and then Naomi and Lana win the titles, and Shayna yeah. gets to go singles. Yeah. Um, she should have been this entire time, right? And then main event we have Cesaro and Jay Uso, right? So they have their match. It was a good match, but right when you think that maybe there's gonna be a finish. Out comes the uh, Friday Night Messiah himself, Seth Rollins, attacks Cesaro. He says it is not over until he says it's over. Yeah. That was, that was pretty cool, I thought. So just <laughs> when you think Cesaro is going to be in the title picture, which he defeated Jey Well, he defeated Jey Uso technically due to the DQ. Mm-hmm. But Rollins is in the mix because of their feud. So we'll see where that goes. <laughs> Is that That's still a they, thing? I missed that. Is this is yeah, so, still? Yeah, yeah he still he does everything. Theme song. Yeah, he still does. He still does burn it down. That's such a big. He does thing. the Messiah thing and burn it down together. WrestleMania was when they first actually put it back on the theme song, and it's yeah. Oh, uh, okay. No, but anyway, that's that's how they closed out SmackDown was uh, with Rollins saying it isn't over. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Yes, Rollins Cesaro matches will be awesome. Do I want to watch it again? No. Let's mm-hmm. do. We've seen it. Let's do. I thought that match was a great way to end it off. Cesaro, I did, I did too. Rollins yeah. didn't be put over any more than he has been. Right. The good luck right. for Cesaro to finally get to that main event picture, which I think all of us feel like he should have been in a long time ago. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, yeah, he finally gets pushed in there, and then Rollins immediately comes. Maybe me hate Rollins a little bit. Is Rollins mm-hmm. a bad thing? No, he's great at everything he does, but I don't think he's needed in this anymore. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah I, uh... unless, unless there's some kind of stipulation where, well, he's trying to get Roman's attention. So are they going to do this thing where Cesaro is going to beat up a bunch of guys for a couple weeks? You know, he, he he might have to actually win a number one contenders match to make it legit for Roman to acknowledge Cesaro as you know as the number one contender. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe man. that could be the end between the Cesaro and Rollins feud is have him do a number one contenders match and then. Then push 
Cesaro into the main event, just to kind of be done with the whole Seth Rollins thing. Yeah. All right, Primo, let's go to Raw, man. Moving on, Monday Night Raw. Drew, uh, show opener, Drew McIntyre opens up the show, comes out, talks about how uh, he became the number one contender. He basically says he came out last week talking about it. Out comes Braun, out comes Randy. They had a triple threat. He won. Uh, after that, he starts discussing T-Bar and Mace's attack from last week. Says that he thinks MVP is behind it. Well, out MVP, MVP comes out and tells Drew to expect the unexpected. And as he's doing that, Drew, as he's doing that, Drew keeps t- uh, asking him, or you know, if he's a part of it. But MVP keeps kind of not answering. He keeps re- deflecting, and then he just straight up de- denies at one point. Uh, right as he's getting under Drew's skin, Drew starts walking towards him. He said, "Well, if they're if they're not with you, then what's to stop me from walking to you?" So he starts walking towards him. Right about the time he gets out of the ring, Mason T-Bar jumped the uh, the rail and basically jumped Drew McIntyre, attack him all over again. And then they lose. They they lost their mask, right? Right. They yeah, do. They they, they they were in a match later on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yes, that does happen. Next up, we had. Uh, I feel like we had this last week. I have to look at my notes. Viking Raiders defeat Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay, so it was a double match. Okay, I got very confused. So they came back out and beat him again. (laughs) So, which I'm just like, okay. (laughs) Shelton and and, uh, Alexander farther and farther down. I just, but I like, the thing is, I like Cedric and Shelton. In fact, I think they'd be good as champions, tag champions. Hey, we, we've all, oh, we've all loved Shelton forever, man. Exactly. You know, I think you know Shelton. Yeah, he was a back in the day. He was a great IC champ. Yeah, and he's yeah. always been a great tag champ. So it's yeah. like he just, like he's preparing Shelton ever since he came back. If she, yeah. You know, I know we've heard this a lot about a lot of wrestlers over the years, but he's just one of those guys, man. He's in that category of if he could talk, you know, Which, if yeah, he's, he's, he could pipe, man. Yeah, the golden well, standard. That's like Cesaro's problem this whole entire time too. He's not not the best on the mic. Mm. Plus, yeah. go, I I cannot get behind Bing Bong and Vigor or whatever the Viking Raiders names. <laughs> Eric and Ivar. Yes, <laughs> those. <laughs> no, they're whatever AJ said. Bing, <laughs> Bing Bong and Goover. Bing. Those guys, great the stuff like Shelton yeah. Benjamin makes me think like, okay, it was probably good. Carlito never came back full time because the same thing would have happened to him, and I like him too. I don't know. But when Carlito did come back for the Royal Rumble, I was like, oh my god! Yeah, I was like, was so you got. It. He's like, I was like, that's not cool. I but mean, <laughs> he looks great. Ooh. He's freaking yeah. Jack now. He's huge. Yeah, and he, he's he's huge. He's ripped. Yeah, yeah. He look good. You know, anybody that gets fired from WWE, you know, they leave for a while. They come back super ripped. So, uh, Drew McIntyre, freaking. Uh, what well, you know, the other guy, like, Ginger Mahal. Mahal. I was about to say the other guy from Three MB. Well, um, like when that old girlfriend. 
it's like when that old girlfriend breaks up with you, man. You go hit the gym. You, you go back you know, hit the gym. Yeah, that way yeah. the next you know the next time you see them, you want to be jacked and looking all good with your fresh new uh, girlfriend on your arm. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's what that's except, you know that's the same thing. for Heath Ledger. He didn't he didn't care. Jet Dryer so, says that I dropped my pin, which you know what I did drop my pin, but you know what I didn't drop Jet Dryer. This beautiful oh, Kurt yeah. Angle trophy right here. Everybody can take a good look at it. Because yours, yours truly is the Kurt Angle champion. Look at it. Admire it. And soak it in, man. So, moving I on. I didn't drop my pen. Moving so on. I fell asleep there for a second. My bad. Moving on to this part. So, <laughs> this I actually was... Which I think... You know, I, I know some people think that... Riddle is, is is dumb, but I thought this segment with Randy Orton and Riddle backstage was hilarious. I was I was laughing so much because he rolls up. Predator. Yeah, he comes because what's up, bro? You like my scooter, bro? We'd be a great tag team, RK, bro. Okay, I was like, bro. I was like, this is amazing because you know Randy Orton's like, I'm gonna kill this kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> you just wanted to snap him right there. Yeah. Like he yeah. really, really did. Yeah. So basically, that's what happens. He goes to Pierce. He said he he he's like he's like, who's that kid? The kid that raises scooters. The kid with the blonde long hair. I want to match with that guy. <laughs> right. Right. Like this like I missed his crazy. name the whole six months he's been here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so Randy was playing the grumpy old vet there. <laughs> It's gonna uh, so, make me angry when when Randy Orton finally makes me start liking Riddle because like this every like their whole entire thing this show was great. You, and I'm not you, a Riddle it fan, was. I'm just not. But yeah, yeah. I'm almost on board, and it bothers me. So they did end up having a match, but before they had a match, we had the Queen come out. Charlotte. Charlotte comes out, cuts a promo uh, on the whole women's roster. Go, the, go, the Queen. Says she could beat Rhea and Oscar in the same night if she wanted to. That's right, she would, and she could. I believe it. Yeah. Twice. So, <laughs> and basically, Oscar and Rhea both come out, and they talk about how Oscar uh, is going to lose to Charlotte later on tonight, and the Queen says to Rhea to bring her pretty little self, sit by the ring, and watch it happen. And that, that after that, we go to commercial break. We come back. We do have the match between Riddle and Randy Orton. Uh, they had a, a great match. Uh, missed, see, are they still doing the pigeons? When the yes, football? yes, I missed, okay. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, it, it was a great opening promo between Orton and Riddle, and led into a great match. Yeah, it was a great match. Was, oh, good. Other than the you know the obvious injury to Orton's shoulder, that yeah, man. Oh, so. Yeah. That, yeah, history of shoulder injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, not looking great. Yeah, you know he had ending though. So, so basically, what the ending after they turned each other's chest into hamburger meat? They, oh, I know. they <laughs> Randy Orton sets up. He does the, uh, you know, he's punching the bat, going for the, getting ready to uh, strike the RKO. Goes through the RKO. Riddle counters with a crucifix pen. And ends up one, two, three. Riddle wins, bounces out of the ring, and you, you, Randy does the you know like holy crap, he got me like kind of situation, which leads me to this. As much as 
they're an odd couple. You know, could them Randy not let not wanting to like this guy so much end up making them a tag team? I'm not gonna rule I'm not gonna rule it out this yeah. point. Yeah. I would be okay you know, with that. People, fans would be on board with RK Bro. I know. Oh yeah, RK Bro would be solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see the shirt now. RK Bro. Bro. Plus, really got the both of them rolling down to the ring with scooters. I mean, I'm. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I picture scooter. That's all I need. I, I mean, I yeah. picture yeah, Riddle constantly doing like you know how like uh, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick, how Killian's always super serious. So it's like uh, Randy Orton's just walking in the ring, and yeah. you get this idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the big, the big giant dog and the little scrappy one running yeah. around. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can I can picture Randy Orton coming down on a scooter. With no shoes on, like just wearing <laughs> flip flops. I want, I want to see Randy riding Riddle's back on He's the like, scooter down the ramp. He goes all in. He like totally bros out. <laughs> yeah, grumpy old He's Randy with all the bro accent and giving all the layout. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. after this, after this, uh, after Riddle gains Randy Orton's respect, the next match. Another one with Nia and Shayna, where they lose to a different tag team this time, <laughs> Naomi and Lana. Uh, so that ends up with another backstage scene where they're having a little more tension. Uh, Shayna is like, "You better watch yourself." Nia says, "You know, or what?" Which is which is the way she said it wasn't like, like I don't know. Nia's, Nia is a is a big chick, so it's like she could crush anybody. They're playing her like a giant, right? So, sure. she's like, what are you going to do? But, right after that, the I don't I wouldn't know if you would call it return, because he just hadn't been on in a while. Andrew Garza. Mm. Mm. Yeah. This stud mm-hmm. shows up, and uh, I didn't realize he's the same height as Nia, or he, Nia was the same height as him, but because she, I'm, I'm used to a little short Reginald to stand next to her. Uh, <laughs> he says... What are you doing with a scrub like Reggie when you could be like with someone like me? And kind of situation kind of, uh, is what it says, and then just kind of goes off camera. So yeah. you know, could be a one of those things where he starts trying to win Nia over. Who knows? I just want to see Garza in the ring. I think he's so good at when he's yeah. Out, great. At, another mm-hmm. one great on the mic, great in the ring. Just needs that push. He's stud. Yes, yeah. he does. Yeah. Need that push. I like his little uh, pants gimmick where he pulls the pants. Oh yeah. Off. Yeah, it's yeah, stupid and simple, but breakaway pants. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid and simple, but it's good wrestling stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you never realize once your favorite wrestler retires and you just watch to watch that you just appreciate the quality wrestling a lot of people give you. Right. Yep. So, uh, Miss TV hat celebrates another uh, their episode of Miss TV from last week, and they start talking about Miss TV. Coming on after Monday Night Raw. <laughs> and basically the same thing yeah. that happened last week happened this week with yeah. Damien Cross coming out, interrupting. Turns into them having a match. Later on, uh, Damien Priest ends up defeating The Miz. Uh, boring. Wax, just, I'm, wax, I'm not, not into that. Not into the nope. storyline. I like The Miz. Um, I just don't like that storyline. Yeah, me neither. Fast forward. I've never been a Miz fan, and I'm, I was just the whole time I was like, like I got that glazed look in my face, and I was just like, uh, well, I like the Miz. Yeah, 
because of his real life story of being just a normal dude. Sure, sure. Yeah. Who, you know, like yeah. a super wrestling fan. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a good heel, but, you know, a segment starts out where he's sitting, you know, in the ring with with Maurice. You know, Maurice is nice to look at, too, but, you know, that's all I can, you know, fast forward button after that for me. Man. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, just an instant skip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, s- surprise upset of the night for me. Elias defeated Kobe K- Kofi Kingston. What was that about? Clean. 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 I mean, now I'll say that that uh, that freaking elbow drop is a thing of beauty. But it was yeah, it was it was macho esque. I did not see it coming though. <laughs> the, yeah, him, no. him winning. I, uh, I I I I I think it's time, man. It you know. Everybody's been putting the new day over for a long time, man. It's time they put some some other guys over. Elias, I feel like I'd watch him. What's that? Uh, Changing the guard coming along here. New day. Yeah. Some people over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see that. that Which I'm okay if it's Elias too. I'm all right with it. I've been fine with Elias. Elias. He's taking a lot of losses, and it it was a good pickup win for him on uh, on Raw. Yeah, 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 he's been I think, just a gimmick for a while. Let's let's be a. I always feel I always felt like he would make a good workhorse, uh, a good workhorse champion. So he'd be IC champion for like a while. He would do it great. Uh, I don't like his gimmick, his drifter gimmick as a world champion. No, it wouldn't work as like a. He would have to change his gimmick up to to actually move up to the top of the card. He almost might be talking yeah. through that. He's been running this gimmick for a long time now. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, yeah. since he came up to the main roster. Right. So maybe he changes to something gritty, you know, something where he just he unleashed, you know. Anyway, so moving on from that, we have Alexis Playground. She says that last week she introduced us to Lily, the little stuffed doll. This week, she tells us about her relation, her lifelong relationship. Tells us a story about who wants to walk with Elias. She tells a story uh, with. I mean, I do miss the fans doing that, but uh, tells a story about how when she was younger, she pushed this little girl, and basically Lily told her to do it. And that's all the bad things she's ever done was Lily has told her to do it. And guess what? Basically, put the whole locker room, women's locker room, on notice, and said, "Lily doesn't like any of you." So maybe I don't know if this doll is creepy or funny to me. I return of it, return to action, I maybe for Alexa. So yeah, yeah, creepy yeah. eyes and all. Oh yeah, and the stupid little bite thing it does at the end. Uh, yeah, when, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we had the. Match between so the match made earlier in the night with Mason T Bar and Drew McIntyre. Drew went out and he wanted to be Rambo and basically challenged him to a two on one handicap match. Adam Pierce advised against it, but Drew insisted and made it happen. Basically, the whole match, Mason T Bar are getting over on Drew. Then eventually, out comes Braun Strowman. So Braun Strowman, because they, because Mason T were kind of going, uh, they were going ballistic on Drew at one point. Yeah. Uh, and Braun Strowman comes out. Strowman Express Choo Choo Woo comes out, and <laughs> they turn to a tag match. 
a tag team match player. So, the Undertaker. So, anyway, it turns into a tag team match, and <laughs> the way it ends is both T Bar and Mace's mask get ripped off their faces, and then they get beat with them. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that spot. I thought that was yeah, funny. so they get beat with their own masks. <laughs> to the point to where uh, they get to, uh, Braun and Drew get disqualified, and that's how Mason T Bar end up winning. We see now, which we all knew it was Dijakovic and Dio Madden. So hopefully they change their name to Dijakovic and Dio Madden. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. It's Dijakovic and Dio Madden. I missed the matches with Dijakovic and Keith Lee. Um. So yeah. anyway. We I'll miss, miss T Bar though if T Bar goes away and slap face slapjack slapjack yeah slapjack that was uh, one of those um, Australian wrestlers right he was one of the uh, I'll, I'll be honest that's one of the ones I don't know the identity of yeah he was uh, he was in NXT him and another guy were tag team I can't remember his name yeah I don't know. I, I'm not gonna be able to come up with it. I'll look. Go ahead. Uh, so after that, we have so earlier in the night, eight, uh, Adam Pierce calls Sheamus to his office, says, "Congrats on winning that U.S. championship." But every great U.S. champion has always done the open challenge, and <laughs> Sheamus says, "Well, I don't care about every other U.S. champion. I'm gonna be my own champion." But you know what? I'll do it. But it's not going to be for the championship. So he goes out there and does his open challenge, talks about how, you know, he fellows this and fellows that and ends up having a, a competitor come out who ends up being Umberto Carrillo. Before he the bell can even ring, Sheamus whoops this dude all over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's a whole lot of this dude, man. Yeah. So basically, he put any open challenge challenger on notice, saying, "This is what's going to happen to you if you come out to try to challenge me for my championship. I'm going to beat the tar out of you." Main event: Oscar versus Charlotte Flair. We had a good match. Uh, the Queen, her usual self, until Rhea started. Uh, she got because Rhea was ringside. She comes up to the ring apron, gives a little assist, and Asuka ends up winning the match. Well, post-match, Charlotte Flair comes unglued. Yeah. She, she yeah. destroys the referee and basically gets this psychotic twinkle in her eye. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other refs have to pull her away. She starts to walk out, comes back, beats the ref again, starts to walk out, comes back, and whoops on the ref again. She's been, she does this multiple times to make it really, like, uh, almost seem like too much. Like just, hit, just beating one up initially would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought for sure she was just going to be like, screw it and beat all three of them up. But, yeah, I mean, just throw them yeah. one guy, throw them at each other, beat them all up. Right. So, right. anyway, so Charlotte came unglued, and that's how we ended the night, was her just unhinged. Yeah, so a lot of ways they can go with this. We're going to talk about that here shortly. But to answer your question, Shane Thorne, this is Slapjack. I don't know if you can see. 
Oh, yeah, I see. Ah, yeah. okay. He was in a tag team called The Mighty with Nick Nick Miller in NXT. Nick Miller. Nick Miller. Yep, so. <laughs> all right, so that will wrap up all the, all the uh, recaps. Monday Night Raw. No, we have, uh, speaking of NXT, we got NXT. Oh, yeah. NXT. Oh, oh, totally forgot. That <laughs> yeah. was just last night. It's the last one I watched. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's the last one I watched as well. So, <laughs> we, had, we had NXT <laughs> on Tuesday night. A little rowdy, toast to rowdy. Sour apple. A little rowdy time. Oh, Ramsey, got to change it out. Yeah, I like this chiseled ice. It's like being punched in the face. Yeah. Man, iceberg. These uh, <laughs> these rowdies really helped me get through these three recaps. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One one per show running yeah. rowdy on Friday night. So yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> exactly. Show opener. We had Mister uh, Airgar Air Guitar himself, Kyle O'Reilly, come out. He arrives with his hat and his shades on. Says yeah. he's in a good mood. Says that Cabana he's in a good Man mood. Man. Why? Because he destroyed or he defeated Adam Cole and uh, and it's behind him. And Adam Cole is nowhere near him at that moment. He says that he found his killer instinct and that he start and he starts talking about what's next for him, which is basically a singles run. Got to mow down the uh, the roster to get to the champ. He talks about should I go for the the workhorse championship? Should I go for Karrion Cross? Um, basically leaves it a mystery as to which direction he's going to go, but definitely says he is going to start chasing a title soon. Which I think is. Do you think it's too soon for him to be back, be back mm. uh, after that war he was in just like two weeks ago? Yeah, I think they should have kept him off for a couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, more weeks. Especially because yeah. they showed him last week, they showed the footage of him and not being wheeled in the hospital with he Adam Cole. Yeah, like you got to keep him off TV at least for two or three weeks. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, or no, he's, he's, he's got to come to the ring really slow, walking really beat up, like, you know, like he needs to be selling like, it. You know? The ring like Batista did in the wheelchair, all wrapped up. All right, wrapped up. Yeah. right, yeah. Right, um, yeah. <laughs> Give me what I want. Give me what I want. Comes out. No music. No pyro. Um, so, while he's cutting his promo, talking about what he wants to do with his life, uh, Cameron Grimes comes out. Interrupts Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, talks about. You know, to, yeah, exactly. Cameron Grimes. Talks about Cameron cool Kyle. Cool Kyle. Cameron Kyle. He says. Uh, he says. Uh, me and you, cool Kyle, we can do all this. And he basically says he can be promote, promote him and they they could work together. And Kyle's like, I saw the guy I was going to be fighting against earlier tonight. And he's like, oh, not here, not here, not here. Cool Kyle hits Cameron Grimes in the face, says, oh, yeah, he's right there. So they end up having a match later in the night. Next up, we had L.A. Knight come in. And defeat oh. Dexter Loomis, but he defeats Dexter Loomis because Indy Hartwell was was uh there ringside, and she was basically a distraction for Dexter. He seemed concerned about her. He kept he kept his eyes on her. He didn't want to like uh basically because at one point she falls, so he seemed real concerned about her. That led to him losing the match against LA Knight. Yeah, 
Man, I love this, what they're doing with L.A. Knight. Like, uh, like he's walking out of the locker room. He's talking to the camera. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. He's coming out. He's like, let me talk to you. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> you know, he's turning around. He's looking. He's pointing. Like, I love, man. This Like, I I'm like all that. in when this dude's talking. Yeah. I, I, I do like the way he – and he's like – it's almost like, you know, be quiet when L.A. Knight's talking, you know. Right, Times, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I like. Yeah. Um, so, after that match uh, – Indy and Loomis were about to have a moment. Indy was Indy was perking up for the the kiss, and the way comes out, pulls her off the apron, drags her backstage, uh, so that so that they that could not happen because they're totally this against this work. whole thing. Yeah. This is a big work. Uh, the way is going to like swerve uh, Loomis somehow, right? You I'm think so? Yeah, yeah. This is a big um, plan. Afterwards, we had an in-depth interview with uh, Beth Phoenix, Hall of Famer, uh, Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix interviews Io Shirai. Io Shirai says that what's next for her is rest because she, def- you know, she defended the championship for so long. She just wants to chill, recuperate, rest, and uh, come back healthy. But before she could end the interview, Frankie Monet comes in and interrupts. And yeah, uh, where are Loka? Where are Loka? Yeah. So Frankie she Monet. comes in and basically says, you know, Johnny Drip Drip's wife. I will. Yeah, old Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Drip Drip. Which, where was he Monday? Um, he wasn't there. He was getting so, his hair re He was getting the. <laughs> okay. The he's get, getting his Billy Ray Cyrus back on. So. Yes. Okay. Uh, re slicked and re puffed. Golly, <laughs> man. Extra, extra volume. Wild. <laughs> uh,. Anyway, she says, thanks for, you know, while you take a rest, I'll go ahead and fill your shoes on top of the women's division. And basically, s- snarky comment says, you know, your shoes suck anyway. <laughs> uh, that yeah. ends. She pisses EO off, obviously. And we'll see where they go with that. EO may not actually take a rest. Yeah. Next up, we had Rosango in a match with. GYV Grizzled Young Veterans. Soon. Yeah. So I, I knew Dirty would do it. <laughs> As you're um, very soon. Ex- they said this time. They said very soon. Yeah, very soon. Uh, yeah, man. He's put the titles on these boys. GYV defeats yes. Rizango. I don't know the ball dude's name, but he needs a t- he needs a singles run, man. That, that dude can go and he can talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, right afterwards, continuing with this whole thing with the way, uh, the, the backstage are trying to interview Indy about Dexter, and the the way just keeps you know, no, we're not talking about this, we're not going to talk about it, um, and that's that. Moving on, we yeah. had the de- debut of Saray, which they showed a clip earlier in the day of Zoe Stark basically requesting a match mm. with her. Before she could even get into the arena, <laughs> that's a big, that's a yeah. big Japanese signing for them. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's probably the biggest women's wrestler over there right now, popular wise. You know, so stick her in there with Zoe, so, little baby face. Yep, she uh, did show up and she did perform well, and she defeated Zoe Stark. After that match, uh, Tony Storm comes out and attacks Zoe Stark. Uh, See where that's going could be a future angle mm. to keep going. Well, Tony's a better heel. 
and Zoe's obvious baby face. So, right. you know, this is this will be a good uh, good. Yeah. Shoot. We had more of the indie stuff backstage. Uh, her and Candice LeRae were walking together. Uh, they're basically Candice saying, you know, to get your mind right uh, as they were walking through. Then you see, uh, pretty sure it was Dexter Loomis behind a glass door. And then you, Candace keeps walking, and Indy stays behind, goes through the door. Uh, next thing you know, Candace runs into Shotzi and Ember by herself, and then and ends up in the wrong side of the, the locker room and gets jumped. So that ends up uh, basically where they ha- they come back later on and, and show where Candace is all messed up and and he's like hey what happened (laughs) right yeah i I completely missed this section how did did i take a nap or have a stroke while this was going on you totally missed it yeah it's pretty it's a pretty quick segment i mean it was it was like the the quick backstage thing they did yeah um kushida comes out with his open with an open challenge for the cruiserweight championship Time splitter, so he's do he's still time splitter. Yeah, now he's not. Splitter. Now he's not Marty McFly. No, um, he went back to trunks. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I mean he's good in the ring. I just I'm trying to figure out the gimmick. Uh, Oni Lorcan comes out and basically they have a good match, and Kushida gets him in the Kimura and makes him tap. Oni Oni's going to be the next Cesaro, man. This Basically, guy, they're, they're yeah. so similar. Yeah, they're very similar. Styles are similar. They're like they're like throwbacks, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So after the match, Legato del Fantasma comes out and uh, attacks Kushida. But before things get too out of hand, MSK arrives and takes out. I'm out. Uh, I'm out. I'm out. Time out. Do we know what MSK means yet? No, you know what? I messaged Wesley, and I, he he just never got back. Every to me. time it's brought up, I'm going to bring it up until. Many times know. I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to Google I, it now. Jess, do you know what MSK stands for? Nope. Uh, no yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can hear you typing. AJ. Yes, AJ's typing. <laughs> no, you, no, you we're, gonna, we're gonna put an end to this thing. Don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. We're gonna, we're gonna put an end to it. We're gonna find out. I'm gonna say like uh, what 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 can the K mean? Um, club. Um, um, killers. Yeah. Anyway, as AJ looks that up, we'll come back to it. Sorry to mean to interrupt you, Primo. No, no, no. You're good. It's a good question. And like I said, I messaged Wesley. He just hadn't got got back to me. He's a busy man these days. I get it. Uh, He's a he's a he's a tag champ. So moving forward, ever rise. Uh, to be honest, I'm not familiar with them. Uh, must say, kids. <laughs> uh, ever. Yeah. Like a, what is like, MS- on the, like on the side of a, a milk carton? Wait, what does MSK stand for? Wrong answers only. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answers only in the chat. What does MSK? Yeah, stand there you go. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, Imperium ends up defeating Ever Rise uh, easily, might I add. Yeah. Uh, 
and during that match, Killian and Drake come out. Drake, the little the little <laughs> chihuahua that he is, uh, is barking while Killian's basically carrying him to the back. Main event, we had Kyle O'Reilly defeat Cameron Grimes clean. Basically, it was a good match, but I thought for sure that um, there was going to be more to it. I thought maybe Adam Cole would come back at the end, but no, they just ended on that note. They announced next week we got Mercedes Martinez versus Dakota Kai and Bronson Reed versus Austin Theory. If Bronson wins against Austin Theory, he gets a North American title match. Plus, we had a a tag team match. Players, Kushida and NSK versus Legato Del Fantasma. And that is your WWE recap for the wow. entire week. Yeah, that was a big one, man. If anybody, yeah, there you go, yeah. Mark singing karaoke is the best. <laughs> My son, Carl. <laughs> I, I just have like, a whole I, list. I don't even want to know what MSK really means now. I want to do this. Every <laughs> this is going to be Mark our new thing. <laughs> Mark singing karaoke. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, here we go. My son, Carl. <laughs> yeah. All right, collect himself. Here we go. All right, <laughs> all right. So that's all, all. That's all the recaps, man. So all right, here we go. Next up, we're going to pick Primo's brain, and what this is is I'm gonna throw out a question. But today, just in my fist, he's going to he's going to participate as well. All right, boys. So I'm gonna give you the question. I'm gonna show the graphic, and then we're gonna come back, and you guys are gonna answer. Here's the question today: Who was the first wrestler? You seen in public? Who was the first wrestler you seen in public when you were young, you know, or an hour ago, whatever? So, <laughs> first one you seen in public. All right, be right back. All right, Primo, who was the first wrestler you've seen in public? Jet Dryer. I will actually remember this because he was with me. Uh, back in, what was this, Jet? Probably 2012, right 2013. Not that. Uh, my, my wife has told me about that. However, me and Jet were in Austin, Texas, though, at a Longhorn game, and Undertaker was there. Big UT fan, hooking yeah. horns. My guy, The Undertaker, was there along with, all right, all right, all right, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, nice. Jess? About three, four years ago, I went to the Jericho concert and had the meet and greet. So I got to talk to Chris, meet him. First time I ever got to see a wrestler at that point. And then that same night at the show, ran into uh, Tommy Dreamer as well at the bar. Oh, nice. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> Dreamer. Was Dreamer. Awesome. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, we just like to do this segment every week to see uh, uh, Primo's uh, wrestling history. What's that, AJ? Was Tommy Dreamer wearing a t-shirt when yeah. you met him? Yeah, he was. He was a black. Of course he was. Of course he was. He was at the show that, because uh, they had a, a House of Hardcore show the, the next night. So he was there supporting Chris, and then they were going to go do the show the next day. Uh, oh, like a bag of potatoes. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh. 
So, uh, yeah, and, and Jet Jet reminded me Michelle Buckle was there with Taker. Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Had the wife there. Sweet. All right, guys. Well, next up is our uh, our uh, drop kick yeah, discussion. I don't know if you can see it, but yeah, ran into Tommy at the bar. Oh yeah, nice. It, it is a black t-shirt. Yeah, his t-shirt. Yeah, always wearing his t-shirt. I think I've seen that before uh, on Facebook. It's true. Or something. That's a, that's a funny story. If uh, that Jet just put into that story, me and him purposely skipped our cousin's wedding for that game. Nice. <laughs> Priorities right there, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Rest number one. All right, guys. We're going to do our uh, drop kick discussion next, but we're going to take about a minute and a half break. Let's do it. So hang tight. We'll be right back here. Main topic today, top five favorite factions. So we're going to get going on that shortly. Hang tight, guys. About a minute. We'll be right back. We are back here live. We're headed right into our main discussion, our dropkick discussion of the week, main topic, top five favorite factions. So we're going to start at five and go all the way to one. Just talk about uh, the factions and brief history. So AJ, start us off. Number five faction of your favorites. So we we spoke a little bit about um, Brutus the Barber Beefcake earlier. And so that plays right into... Dungeon of Doom featuring the Taskmaster, Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan, and Zodiac, <laughs> Brutus the Barber himself. Like the whole thing, the whole entire thing was their their whole thing was they wanted to defeat Hulkamania and like they <laughs> for the greater good of the world. <laughs> the whole thing out. was so stupid. <laughs> I loved it so much. And yeah. Like the, so, if I ever get married, 
Uh, afterwards, I'm going to get a Zodiac tattoo, Brutus Barber Beefcake, as the Zodiac. That way, I can be like, "Huh, idiot! You already married me. Like, you can't. <laughs> you're in this. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a Zodiac tattoo. Like, I'm saving a spot right, <laughs> right there. Yeah, this is where awesome. Zodiac is gonna go. So that's oh. my number five. Just utter nonsense at its greatest. Yeah, I will say this. Probably one I didn't think would be anybody's top factions today. I didn't think oh, about that so for stupid. sure. <laughs> what up, repeat? How's it going, man? We're just starting about our top five favorite factions. So from now all the way till, uh, you know, whenever uh, we started watching wrestling. Just in my fist, who's your number five? You know, when I was making up this list, I wanted to try and stay away from uh, just the two-man two teams, tag teams. I wanted to go with the groups. But at number five for me, especially growing up during this era of wrestling, was probably Evolution. Rick Flair, Triple H, Randy Orton, and all them. The, the name speaks for itself for what they were doing. The evolution yeah. of wrestling and the the tag team, the faction lasted for quite a long time and really built up Batista and Orton very well. With of yeah. course Triple H reigning with his iron fist as usual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rick Flair hanging over him, doing all the dirty work. It was a great, yeah. great time for wrestling to watch. But- yeah, good stuff. Primo, number five. Number five for me. So we got, it's a little newer. It's actually the only one from this past decade on my list. Sierra Hotel, India Echo, Lima, <laughs> Delta, <laughs> The Shield. The Shield. Which, I mean, Da-da. Da-da. honestly, Da-da. they... <laughs> Weren't a big faction, but they were a. Uh, they made a. They made an impact during their their run, and they they had some great matches. Yeah, I mean, like I, you know, them and the Wyatts, man. I'll always say, yeah, I love that that yeah that that feud was phenomenal. You know, mm-hmm. I love the the setup power bomb. You know, it was kind of like their thing. Nobody else was doing that. They were hot. Yeah, man, man. they were hot. Yeah. They you know, took down just about every tag team that was around at that time, and even older tag teams that came back to try and stop them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they even triple power bombed the Rock. Yeah, they, they I, I think they, I think they did them. actually. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. they did. They took off. Yeah, they took out Evolution. Yeah. All right. Well, number five for me. You know, I'm. You know, I'm going to be. You know, looking at a whole different era of wrestling than you guys are. And if y'all say y'all don't know who these guys are, I'm cutting off the stream. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, for me at number five, the fabulous Freebirds, baby. Michael P.S. Hayes, Bam Bam Gordy, Buddy Roberts. You know, they were the first ones to it that, well, I mean, it's called the Freebird rule. You know what I mean? Like any any two. That's why. That's the what three, the New Day runs under now. Yeah. yeah any that's of the, the two out of three. Yeah. Can, can, can uh, defend the titles at any time. They were the first ones to do that, man. So, uh, you know, back in those days. They would, uh, defending the tag titles, they would, the Freebird rule went a little farther in those days. It was, uh, you know, Michael could be standing on the corner post. He would hop down. Bam Bam Gordy would jump up there mid-match, you know. So that's how the whole Freebird rule kind of got going. So, um, you know, they kind of had a fourth member in and out, you know, nobody that stuck. It was basically those three. So for me, number five. Fabulous Freebirds, UWF, AWA, you know, 80s, early 90s. 
All right, number four, AJ. So, real quick, I am going to admit that the only reason why I know who the Freebirds are is because of the New Day. Anyways, <laughs> so, number four for me is I, I hate when this guy is included in any of my lists, but the Radicals. Radicals are number four. Mm, yeah, good one. You have Eddie, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn, and rejected awesome. Chris Benoit. Yep. Like there's there hasn't been a more talented <laughs> group of four guys like that that could go in the ring anyways and obviously Eddie is the best among them cuz he could talk and he could go in the sure. ring. The other three were just awesome in the ring. That's yeah. no heat. But no. <laughs> I thought about that too but I was like no. So, <laughs> yeah, the radical like the radicals matches during that when they when they moved to WWE were like some of my favorite matches and like any time that Benoit and Eddie especially had any matches whatsoever, especially like when they had matches together, like feuding. Yeah, I always pop like you guys. Video. You guys remember when they invaded, right? And they they were doing the the ladder spot. Eddie did the frog splash, and he and. The camera was set up right on the mat. I can't remember who it was, and as Eddie come down, you could see his his uh, forearm separate. He broke yeah. it, you know, and then he had the cast on for like the next couple months or whatever. But I always remember that about the debut. Awesome man, the radicals, nice. Next up, just number four. Well, this one might be a little controversial with how long they've been around and stuff like that, but I, I was actually decided to put the inner circle in there. Uh, to me, you know, probably AEW's first big faction and one that actually stands out. I don't consider the elite their faction since that's been everywhere else. So, uh, inner circle, the, yeah, so many good matches for AEW. They continue to put on great shows Wednesday night, and it's going to only continue from here. Especially with Jericho at home, you, you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. Primo number four. All right, number four. See, I might catch some heat for this for how low they are on my list. But <laughs> I'll tell you this. I grew up a WWF kid, not a WCW kid. Uh, but this faction, uh, they are for life, brother, and they are too sweet. That's the yeah. NWO. Too sweet, me, bro. But no, NWO, of course, I don't need to say anything about them. Everybody knows. Uh, they are one of the greatest of all time. They're just lower on my list because of the way I grew up. Yeah, and, and in the land of factions, man, you got to throw them out there as possibly the greatest because what did Primo just say? Everybody knows what the NWO right. was. Everybody yeah. knew yeah. that NWO shirt. So it's like, yeah. They were yeah. the foundation of WCW, basically, at that time. Right. right. What made them... Yeah, the Monday Night Wars happened because of NWO. Because uh, of NWO. Uh, Eric Bischoff said during his Hall of Fame speech that, like, I think it was right when NWO first started, he had a trip in Japan, and he was already seeing NWO t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. All right, well, for me at number four, I, I, I bet a lot of people are going to have these guys a little higher. You know, it's on Just My Fist's t-shirt. You know, for me, DX at number four, you know, just for the Hall of Famers that were in it, the entertainment, the attitude era, you know, everybody X, you know, I got sent home from school because of a DX shirt, you know, I was cross chopping, you know, and like everybody else, 
you know, they were mainstream. Everybody knew who they were. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, X-Pac, you know, uh, the New Age Outlaws. They had everything, man. They had they had the dominant uh, figure in Triple H, the dominant tag team in the Outlaws, you know, like kind of a cruiserweight in X-Pac, China, one of the best women ever, you know, boom, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so number four for me, DX, you know, they invaded on a tank. Like, how awesome is that? There from the early days. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's part of a, it's kind of a manager type. So, yeah. For me, DX at number four. Now let's move to top three. Let's start with Primo at top three. First of all, I want to – Jet just said I'm the eighth wonder of the world. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> he said I'm China. Um, <laughs> so my number three coming off of Dirty's number three. You can't see it, but that says DX. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> DX is – you know, I just said I grew up a WWF kid. DX is actually one of the first uh, – it was Triple H and Sean in China. was one of the first things I saw. Uh, wrestling-wise, that got me into uh, watching wrestling. So, between Sean and Triple H, and then you brought you got the iteration with him and the the Outlaws Tag Team Champions of the World. Yeah, in uh, China and X Pac. Uh, then the, the the return in two thousand six with the whenever uh, Sean kicked Spirit Squad. You know that whole feud. Yeah, I remember I was watching that live, and I popped because I knew because they were doing the whole thing for so long where uh, Sean and Triple H were feuding since Sean returned, Same and they 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 brought DX back. So they are my number three faction. All right, well let's talk about this real quick. Great Silver Lion uh, is that one of your buddies, Primo? Yeah, he's, okay. yeah, I used to I used to work with him. Okay, so he's. Like I want to talk about his too. He's given his top five real here, yeah. real quick. Number five, he's got a tie between Evolution and Undertaker's Ministry. Interesting. Number four, this one's a big one, man. One of the, one of the biggest ones ever too. Bullet Club, you know. So that's at number four. He's got number three as uh, as DX. DX. And, and I, I'm better than Santina, not Santino, but Santina. <laughs> Santina. Yeah. Santina. All right, just about this. Number three, brother. Number three, probably have to go with Heart Foundation. Ooh. Good one. Owen. And I, uh, Brett. I have a feeling that's on somebody else's list, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What? No. Yeah. If Ziggy were here, it'd be on his top one for sure. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Everything they did. So sad with what happened to Owen, but. The whole mm-hmm. family, even to this day, you still have a heart in the ring. Yeah, yeah, mm. yep, yep. Lid John. Um, yeah, that. Speaking of Owen and that incident, back to my this day in history. That backlash. That was another historical thing about that backlash. That arena was the first time they were at that arena since the Owen incident, which was the Camper Arena in Kansas City, Missouri. Right. Yep. I wow. recently watched that Dark Side of the Ring episode, and man, that was. That was sad. Yeah, I, I, as as weird as it is, I've been to Kansas City one time. Uh, I went there. I was there for like two days. I passed the arena of Kemper. It's called something else now, I think, or, or something. But 
and that was what I thought of. And I was like, wow, that's where Owen died. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. So, but all right, AJ, number three. So, number three, uh, Zero. Harris, the Wyatt family. Whoa, nice. Whoa. Nice. Love so, it. So, Dirty, like, so I've, since I'm Bray Wyatt, I've always loved Bray Wyatt, but a huge yep. Bray Wyatt mark. And then, the the bar that Dirty and I used to work at, uh, two of the members of the Wyatt family came in and were just having lunch like normal people. And so we um, – wait, you weren't there that day, were you, Dirty? Uh, you I, was, I was off that day. They came in for lunch. Um, so I got to meet – I got to meet Bray Wyatt and uh, Braun Strowman when he was still with the Wyatt family. And Heath Slater was there too, but no one really cared about Heath Slater. <laughs> Poor Heath Slater. Um, He's got kids. He does. He didn't bring him to lunch, though. But, so first of all, like, so I, I got to meet him, and they're just awesome. So I became even more of a Wyatt family, Mark. Um, but everything, like, I like their whole, their whole like, backwater, swampy, cold gimmick. Like Bray, and Bray Wyatt, to me, is, like, the most creative person in wrestling, maybe yeah. ever. Um, sure, sure. And then they had great feuds with people, like like you mentioned the Shield earlier, like when Daniel Bryan joined for a little bit, and then he turned face again. That was one of the best face turns ever. Yeah. Um, but I mean, even though even though Eric Rowan was kind of useless, like I always loved Luke Harper, loved Bray Wyatt, and Braun Strowman is. By the way, in the picture that um, I took with these guys, I look like a child. <laughs> like I. Yeah. AJ like, looks I'm like all, this big. <laughs> I do. I, I like come up to Braun Strowman's like yeah. nipple. It's, it's, <laughs> You're like, hi, I Dad. Look like a child. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. But I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So. I believe it. Go ahead. No, no. I just say I believe they look like they look tall. So I believe that. Yeah. yeah that's definitely a great pick. I always thought Luke Harper was such an underrated wrestler. I saw oh, him God, like yeah. Oh, I did. He always yeah. Here's another thing, too, man. The Gator Roll. It's been around it's for ages. Crazy. I know. Yeah. It's been around for ages, and it's like a move that nobody ever does. That's what I'm saying. That's, track, that's what I, I was saying. It was crazy that not enough people do it. Yeah. yeah. I you know, just love that, man. You're watching him. I used to watch his matches. I mean, he was good, but, you know, just to, you know, watch that. So, all right. Well, for me, number three, it's already been mentioned, Evolution. You know, I, I, I love the gimmicks of – the high dollar ass butt kickers, pardon me, you know, butt kickers in the suits, you know, and they live the gimmick and the women, the, the, the airplanes, the cars, the, the, the fancy suits, you know, and, you know, and I thought that they told great stories, you know, uh, you know, all the way up to where, you know, they did the thumbs up, thumbs down and, and, uh, uh, Batista drops Randy. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, so let's head up to our top two. Let's see. Jess, start us off. Number two, man. Number two now, uh, probably up there on a lot of people's lists. You know, generational tag team. Everyone knows them. Four horsemen. You know, you give us the nickname that all the time. <laughs> leagues. Yep. You know, Rick and everyone. It, you can't say enough about the four horsemen, everything they've done, the amount of championships between them how long they were together, the different iterations of it as well. Another amazing uh, faction. Another, definitely up there. Everyone's top one, top two, I bet. 
for sure. AJ, number two. So, uh, Silver uh, Silver Lion mentioned uh, Bullet Club earlier, and I wanted to put Bullet Club here, but I couldn't pick an era. Plus, it'd be cheating for me since I know I never really when Finn Balor or when Prince Devitt's Bullet Club was a Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. I never saw it, so I figured gotcha. that'd be cheating. So I crossed off Bullet Club. Okay, and I had to go with NWO as number two. Mm-hmm. Um, not Wolfpack. I hated Wolfpack, <laughs> but the original, the original yeah. NWO, yeah. um, you know, Hogan, which I, I've hated Hogan my entire life, but he was like the greatest heel ever. Cause you never wanted someone to lose so badly in your entire yep. life. Yeah. And yep. Hall and Nash, obviously. And you can throw X-Pac in there too, I guess. Yeah. Bischoff um, kind of leader. Yeah. Uh, Ted DiBiase was the, the yeah. financial back like, and yeah. had everything, and they revolutionized wrestling. So, and yet they're only number two. Right, yeah. Silver Lion, NWO at number two. I'm also NWO at number two. Hogan, Hall, Nash, Pac, Bischoff. You know, enough said. All right, Primo, number two, Ben. Number two. Uh, so, we've had – was this episode six? I probably talked to these guys uh, in – at least two of my two of the episodes of that these guys being at the top of my list. My number two, they're not my number one, which is the the surprise here, which is Team Extreme. Extreme, yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice, <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, they they basically my number one, but the other one, the other faction, my number one faction is a true faction. The Team Extreme was Matt, uh, Jeff, and then with the addition of Lita. So that's why I put them at number two. I do love them and one of my absolute favorites. Uh, You guys know that already. Uh, That's my number two. All right. So we're going to round up here to number one here as we uh, get started. Silver Lion, he said number two, NWO. Also, uh, he mentioned Macho Man as being in NWO. Yeah, we, you know, we kind of forget about that. So I always forget about that. Yeah. All right. So I'll go first, uh, five to one, five fabulous free birds, four DX, three evolution, two NWO. Number one, if you know me, you know who I'm going with, you know, this is, uh, the only faction in the world. I'll argue <laughs> all day long. The four horsemen, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I love the original. I love the OGs, man. Give me yeah. Arn and Tully. Give me um, uh, uh, give me Arn Tully, Ole Anderson, Ric Flair. You know, just I love those guys. You know, take Ole out because he was only in it in the beginning. Barry Windham probably jumps right in there next with me for as being uh, the next. You know, um, uh, Paul Roma and Lex Luger never happened. So I'm going to just move on from that. Never happened. So, but yeah, no surprise for me. Number one, four horsemen. Just who you got? Number one, man. No, I, I kind of have a tie, but not really since you almost consider it the same thing. And since Primo talked about the other half of it, I'd say the click. Um, the, birth, the birth of so many great tag teams of this era. So many great things. Yeah. Speak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Dude, have you got, real quick, off them. DJ you guys, yeah, yeah, DX, yeah. Have you guys ever heard the story of Scott Hall of how he how they started this? 
So no, Scott Hall, actually. all right, long story short, Scott Hall is in a bar in London, England, somewhere. Primo dropped the pen again. Uh, <laughs> the heel pen. So he's in a bar, right? So he goes to uh, allegedly this small little pub somewhere. He walks in. They're watching the soccer game, and the team that they're watching is some kind of Wolves, something along the way, something, you know, and that's when they're celebrating, you know, they were doing that. They were too sweet in each other. It, with you know the nose, this was the ears, you know, ears. of the wolves. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. how they were doing it, and that's how they were. So he's over there doing a show. He comes back. He tells Nash about, hey, you know, they're doing this thing over there. I thought it'd be kind of cool, you know. And then so wasn't long after that, NWO was born, and then that gets introduced by Hall and Nash. They were the first ones to do it, you know. Yeah, so that's where he picked that up from. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. Primo, who's number one, buddy? Primo's top five favorite factions. Start number five down. Uh, we got the Shield, number five. Number four was For Life NWO. Number three was DX. Number two, Team Extreme. And my number one was mentioned number five by Jis. Number three or two by Dirty. Evolution. So that right. shows me like different i don't know just uh, different time frames that we all kind of uh, yeah wrestling yeah. evolution for me you know oh two oh two to like oh five was uh, what was i in my teens so it's like perfect you know time for me yeah. to where i was like these guys are cool man and they're almost like the new four horsemen you know like these yeah so uh the, you have Triple H, who at the time he's the man. You got the the classic, the the legend, Ric Flair. You got the new diamond, Randy Orton, who to this day is one of he, now he's one of the greatest in the industry. Uh, so they did that right. Batista, yep. uh, who also became awesome, and Batista is one of Jet's uh, favorite. So and I, I mean I like Batista too, but. Out of that group, I think, I mean, that group basically launched Randy Orton. And uh, it also led to Batista's uh, heavyweight championship run at WrestleMania against Triple, uh, Triple H. So I just, that overall, that whole thing, they whooped them. They whooped so many dudes. During that time, I don't remember how long exactly Triple H held the championship, but it was one of those things where he, I remember I used to turn on Raw every week, and it was like, he still has the World Heavyweight Championship? I know, yeah. <laughs> still. Still. Yeah. And then they whoop up on Big Papa Pump. They whoop up on Goldberg. You know, everything. So, it yeah. was awesome. Like I said, I was a teenager. I thought it was super cool. Evolution was my number one. That's AJ, exactly number one. Oh, Go ahead, Jim. Uh, so, top five. Dungeon of Doom. Radicals. Wyatt Family. Bullet Club slash NW at number two and number one. Been talked about so much already. Four Horsemen. So the I'm a I'm a little different era of Four Horsemen than uh, than Dirty is because sure, sure. I acknowledge the Deluxe Luger portion of it and, yeah, and yeah. Sting. I loved it when Sting was in uh, the Four Horsemen, but like that that's when I got into wrestling was yeah. you know Ric Flair, Arn and Oli and. You know, even Brian Pillman when he was in there was was great, but that's they were 
people feuding with, you know, the Four Horsemen is what got me interested in wrestling when I was, you know, seven years old, eight years old, however old I was back then. Sure. sure. And then yeah. it, it just kept getting better and better as it went on. And then, I mean, the death of it was kind of Brian Pillman, but I I want to see a revived Four Horsemen. I don't know how they would ever do it, but I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I won't say anything else about it because you guys have said so much already. But number one, Four <laughs> Horsemen. Yeah, and nothing too, man, that we 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 impasse with with like Evolution Hor- Four Horsemen. They made it cool to like heels. You know what I mean? They yeah, made it yeah. cool to like bad guys, right? You know what I mean? You know, like mm-hmm. I wanted to be sitting ringside in a, a, a in a fresh suit. You know, like pulling for the four horsemen, you know what I mean? Like, it made it cool to be a bad guy, so. Mm-hmm. All right, so there's the dropkick discussion of the week. Uh, thank you to Coastland Apparel for uh, sponsoring that segment. Also, uh, Rowdy Energy, thank you guys for keeping us hydrated through here. We're going to run through some notes here as we get, uh, as we uh, start to wrap up the show here. Tonight, uh, or excuse me, Sunday, April 25th, this coming Sunday, AEW Rebellion pay-per-view in, uh, in cahoots with Impact. So, all right, just what we got here is Tony Khan saying he's going to be there. Aubrey Edwards is going to be the referee of the Rich Swan-Kenny Omega match. Tell me what you think happens there. Uh, like like we talked about earlier, they're, they're definitely going to protect both of their champions in any, any way they could. Put on an amazing match, do whatever, anything you want, but once it comes down to the finish, something fishy is going to happen, and it's definitely going to go right down the middle. Yeah. Anybody? Any guesses? Anybody? I'm going to say, uh, say, say they put the title on the Impact title on Omega. That's my guess. I agree. I think that Kenny's Kenny's going to be like, you know, back in the day, old school title collector. Uh, so I think that's where, yeah, I think he's going to be the title collector. The, the cleaner is going to clean up that Impact Championship. All right, let's see what happens. All right, so, yeah, this big, huge uh, thing with Charlotte, it was funny. Today, my wife, you know, she's friends with Charlotte. She hasn't talked to her in quite a while, but she's seen something on her Snapchat. She goes, what happened with Charlotte? Why did she get fined? I looked over, I'm like, where did you see that? She's like, oh, popped up on my Snapchat or something. I'm like, oh, she beat up a referee on no raw, like you know, <laughs> like yeah, it's it's a work working angle. So yeah, yeah so Charlotte Heel is back. You know, we're we're getting nasty, Charlotte. I'm excited. That's my favorite Charlotte. It's is Becky coming back it. soon, boys? What's that? She has to be like whenever Charlotte's going full heel like she is now. That's when she's at her best. I agree. Yes, totally. was. Yeah. Yep. Totally. And, and the only one who matches like super heel Charlotte is super face Becky. Like, so yeah. I think that Becky Becky comes back She'll be eventually. Back in the next, you th- go ahead. Next couple of next couple of weeks, if not at WrestleMania Backlash, I hate that. So yeah, much. yeah. Jet uh, Charlotte did get indefinitely suspended. Yes. Yep. So uh, I don't know what's going on there. We'll we'll figure out that as it goes, but. Um, real quick, man, uh, I just want to talk about, like I always do, a, a wrestler spotlight. So tonight I'm going to talk about Sammy Callahan on Impact. 
you know, just want to talk about it, man, because uh, I like to talk about these middle carters because they don't really get, uh, you know, the credit they deserve a lot of times. Sammy, man, he's been putting over these baby faces in Impact, trying to make stars. You know, they're trying to make Trey Miguel into a big star. They got him right now with with Sammy. So, but Sammy's just, you know, he's doing awesome. He don't look like your prototypical wrestler. He was in the NXT system a long time ago. He's been uh, a champion on the independent scene for just like a long time. Oh, you know, uh, uh, he's a nasty heel. You know, he's gross at times, but you know, it's 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 fun to kind of see, you know, what he does, what he's doing. So for me, he's kind of like a little bit of a workhorse, you know, out there right now, um, kind of getting over these other wrestlers. So I want to see, I, I, I mean, he's been the impact champion before and he was champion until, uh, Tessa Blanchard took it over, which there's a name we hadn't talked about in a while. Tessa Blanchard. Where, where's she? Here's another one for you. Where's Velveteen dream. How did all these oh, guys, yeah. get, how did guys get oh. cut? And he not, what's up? I think they're still hoping that his, uh, I'll say legal issues kind of work mm-hmm. themselves out. Blows over. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it will, but yeah, maybe. I I agree with that. They I read recently in an article, because I actually just wondered this on my own like the other day. So I was like, let me Google. And uh, I, saw, I, I caught it in an article that basically where they interviewed Triple H and he's saying that, you know, he's training just like everybody else and he's he'll be back. Yeah. That's, that's basically his general answer right now. Okay. I was just wondering because they just did cuts. All right, let's look at the cuts here. You know, it's it's the uh, the making cuts right after Mania. You know, they said this year was uh, financial reasons. So, um, so anyway, they let go Chelsea Green, who is Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder's fiance. Let her go. They let go. Billy Kay and uh, and Peyton Royce, the former Iconics, which sucks because I was loving Billy Kay's uh, hilarity. You know, like she it was, was it was really good, man. It was it was a good little funny spot each week. All right, yeah. so those two are gone. Mickey James, you know, she was back for a little while, so no big deal there. But you know, the big name out of all this is Samoa Joe. You know. What what oh, happens exactly. now, boys? Where do what does Samo does he keep wrestling or or, or what? Mm. How bad are his injuries right now? Like, the, was he out for shoulder injuries or was it was it the head with concussions? It was concussions the last time. The shoulder was the yeah. last major one he had, but yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Mm. I, it might have been one of those things where WWE didn't want to let him wrestle, but you know. He yeah. might want a farewell match. He might want a farewell match. Yeah. I mean, he's always he's always going to be welcome at Impact and Ring of Honor. In Ring of Honor, I was about oh, to say yeah. that's oh. where he would he could do one fight, one last hurrah, yeah. one match in one yeah. of those two, and then then hang it up and go be a commentator somewhere. He was doing good that. I, I like him. I, I loved him on the mic. I thought he. Was yeah, I, I, I really thought. I thought he had a stable thing going there until they fired yeah, him. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, uh, for them, and they fire him the next day. I know. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. So go sad. stand in the rain for three hours, and then. <laughs> yeah. No yeah, respect. I'm done with you. No respect. And then Wesley Blake was the other one. He was one of the sons of uh, sons of tomorrow. Sons of. What was what was that tag team with Riker? Sons of Anarchy. No, <laughs> basically, 
He was also yeah, with Blake and Murphy back in the yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so, all right, everybody. Who is your favorite champ right now? No change for me. I'm staying with Omega. I still love the New Japan work, whatever. Gist, who's your favorite guy, girl holding the belt right now? Honestly, I'm happy that they have them. And I always think they've been good workhorses, but, you know, Dirty Dogs with their tag team belts. I was happy when I saw them get them, and I, I, I always think they put on great matches. Ziggler's been doing it for a long time. Rude's got the talent. I Jet, thought that was deserving. Primo is Jet's favorite champ right now, as if he needed <laughs> any more gas there, Jet. Thanks a lot. <laughs> he's all He's all blown up over there already. All right, boys, what about y'all two? Who's your champ? So, uh, I am changing mine now that I've been put on uh, AEW duties. I have, to, I have to switch it to Young Bucks. Yeah. Like their, their match with Pac and Phoenix was phenomenal. I love their new heel. Uh, or not new, I guess. They're returning to their cocky heel yeah. personas. I yeah. think it's all money. So, They're I'm going, going with the Young Bucks. Yeah, they're going full blown. By the way, they're changing their yes. Twitter bio. They're going full heel, like you know, they're 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 not apologizing anymore. So these going to be some cocky little arrogant son of a guns here for a little while. They they got rid of their tassels on their on their jocks, which was a nice little touch, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's not I, yeah. Just so you know, Jet. Heels don't wear tassels. Just so you know, Jet, Paul Heyman is a dirty bird guy. That's how serious it is. <laughs> All right. Thumbs That's up. the other way around. Not the other way around. No. Oh, by the way, my champ is uh, – Oh, my, sorry. So, last week I said Roman Reigns. This week is not Roman Reigns. I, I did, That didn't last long. I still do like Roman Reigns. Don't get me wrong. But I just have a thing for uh, – the mid-card champions. So I like kind of how Sheamus comes out and says, I didn't get this by, you know, kissing anybody's butt. I came out here and I won't tell every week, and I'm going to yep. keep doing that. And yep. he did with Umberto Carrillo. And on top of that, he's like, I'll defend it if I want to. Yeah, <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, the great silver line, he says Bianca Belair is his favorite champ. So, yeah, Seamus right now, this week. All right. I know I change every week, so. That's That's why we do it, man, see if we change. All right, thumbs up, thumbs down. Talk about what you like about wrestling right now, what you don't like about wrestling. AJ, kick us off. So, thumbs up, again, I'm going with, uh, I don't know if he was my thumbs up last, I don't know. Anyways, Jericho. I have a feeling that he's he's going to be my thumbs up for a while because everything he does is just golden. That pre that uh, uh, that primo that promo he <laughs> that pre- like uh, uh, that promo <laughs> that Jericho gave. Yeah. Like he can, like, it was great. Like if you think about it, like calling the pinnacle the pineapple is such a stupid joke, but right. Jericho says it and it's brilliant. yeah, it's like Skiavone, you know, when he <laughs> says Shivani. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, remember the old thing he used to say about Stephanie McMahon? You know, oh, you're the most nastiest, ugliest, most blah, 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 blah. You know, he had this big, long, man, he's, he's, God, he's so good. He's just the best. He's all for a reason. Yeah. What about you, Jess? What do you like about wrestling? What do you don't? Uh, I, I give a big thumbs up to um, 
I've, I've actually been enjoying this Roman Reigns program they've had with Daniel Bryan and all of them, and now Cesaro, and possibly uh, Seth Rollins. I thought that was a great WrestleMania buildup. They put on a hell of a match at WrestleMania. I thought that was great. The finish was something different than usual. I'll give it that. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. Thumbs down? Thumbs down? Uh, I mm. I love it all. I love it all. <laughs> yeah. Nothing uh, thumbs down. There's always parts where I'm just like, what? Yeah. But, um, I've really been wondering where they're going with the Firefly Funhouse thing now, with Alexa yeah. and all that. Yeah, you know, especially with him taking that uh, quick loss at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. want to see where they're going with it. I'm interested in with what what Alexa's doing, but I want to see where this goes because they've been dragging Firefly on for so long now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ, you I'm never not, said I'm, what you were down about. Yeah, sorry. Well, uh, just is better than just is better than mine, so I'm switching mine to the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, yeah. So, Primo, what 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 he said? Ta-da. <laughs> okay, so uh, this week my thumbs up, uh, thumbs up is the way that Sheamus is uh, handling himself as the, the new United States Championship uh, champion, and then also. Uh, to piggyback off what just said about Roman, I liked. I am down with the whole uh, head of the table gimmick. I like how um, Paul Heyman is basically Paul Heyman's not his advocate. He's like when he hands when when he, when he's ready for a microphone, he does this, and Paul Heyman, yeah, all yeah. yeah. oh, basically stands there yeah, and nice stares at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. You watch him, he just like, right, reverently stares at him. Like, yeah, like a little, like, oh my god. Uh, So (laughs) that's my thumbs up. That whole gimmick, it's winning for me right now. Uh, Thumbs down. I got, I don't even know, a few. But we'll wrap two and one here. Just two with uh, do something else with Shana and Naya. I'm done with them. I that's my bathroom break every week. Yep. Uh, Second part of that is. Do something. Make me interested in Damian Priest. I right yeah. now I'm just not. Right now the thing he's doing with the Miz, I'm just. I, um, needs a little. Needs a little bad bunny. It's really flat. Know. Okay, come right. on. Right. <laughs> right. We're all discussing at the I, bad bunny. I, I I I put him over. I put bad bunny over at WrestleMania. You know that was it. Yeah. <laughs> but so my th- my other thumbs down. No more. Is actually has to do with WrestleMania. You can't give us that live atmosphere, and then we see Thunderdome every week. Still, it's just uh, yeah, yeah. And I know they can't really control it, but it it, it really screams back. You know, it's like here's a little bit. Oh, we're taking it back. So yeah, no, just kidding. No yeah. more. Mm-hmm. What'd you say, Jess? What'd you say? I was, I was really disappointed when I saw the anim- uh, the screens back on Monday night. I thought they were gonna have like you know half yeah. at least some of it filled up. Nice, you know, uh, raw after Mania. Big pumped up, big things gonna happen, and even <laughs> Raw was kind of flat. AEW yeah. has fans, and that you know it makes it feel good when I'm watching it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, yeah, even NXT, you know. Um, yeah, like how do they have fans? And I, are they just running with the Thunderdome gimmick? Because Vince McMahon is like, yes, Thunderdome. <laughs> but it's the, it's the Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Put yeah. them in the Thunderdome. Yeah, I don't know. 
All right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback off that too. My my thumbs down is the same as it's been. What Primo just said about fans, I'm I'm freaking over that man. So anyway, thumbs up. I still love everything that's going on, as I've been saying with Impact and uh, and uh, AEW. You know, and the other thing too, I, I'm gonna say I'm thumbs up about right now. You know, I'm I love old school wrestling. I love the slow burn of a storyline. I think we're seeing this the start of that right now with this whole young bucks, uh, Kenny, this whole thing, this is going to branch off into like a lot, you know, on down the road. So, and then, you know, and then eventually they'll all break up and those will be great matches too. So, but excited to see where that goes. So, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in today, man. If you, uh, if you're in the chat today, if you uh, are interested in, in some free stickers here, we'll uh, send you out some free stickers. Just hit me up there on Facebook or Twitter, and I will send those out to you, man. Thanks for uh, chatting along with us today as we uh, start to wrap this uh, show up, man. Next week, we're going to talk about um, uh, our top five women's wrestlers right now, and uh, so or so our top five favorite women's wrestlers. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we'll possibly might have a guest next week. We don't know yet. We'll see. Uh, we got a, we're, me and Primo's getting together soon. We're going to get a watch along going. We're going to watch Starcade 85, the big blow off between Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. Um, also, um, probably the more legendary match on this card is the legendary I quit match between Tully Blanchard and Magnum TA. Woo! Can't wait to watch that one, man. <laughs> Love it. All right, so yeah, and I've been told that I'm not allowed to watch for any spoilers. So yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. So I'm, I will be watching this for the first time organically. First time for the for the, right. for the people out there. Yeah. So I'll make sure you watch my social medias. I'll I'll put out there when we're going to watch it. All this stuff coming up. Uh, other things coming up. Uh, we're going to be talking about A and E's biography. Stone Cold was last week. Roddy Piper's coming up this week. Uh, so we'll uh, cover those. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring is starting up very soon, so uh, a lot happening right now. So uh, once again, man, thank you to Gist of My Fist 24 for being on the show today. Thank you, sir. Hey, thanks for having me, Dirty. I can't wait to come back and talk some more wrestling and making these marks sit down. <laughs> That's right, man. Glad to have you, Tyler. Welcome back anytime, Gist uh, of My Fist. Go check this guy out, man. He's uh he's on Xbox just about every day of the week winning races on NASCAR Heat. So uh, thanks for uh, coming in Three here time. today. Time, champ. Thank you guys all for being here. That's Primo. That's AJ. We're the Cesaro Fan Club. <laughs> we'll see you guys uh, all at our next meeting at the Bad Bunny Fan Club. <laughs> or at the Bad Bunny Concert, should I say. Primo's still champ. Yeah, Bad so. Bunny Concert. Yeah. Thank you guys all for being here, man. I uh, appreciate it. We'll be back next week, man. Episode 7. We'll talk about current wrestling like we did today. What happened at Rebellion Pay-Per-View. So, uh, you guys all have a good one, man. Silver Lion, thanks for chatting along, man. Appreciate it. Jet, Primo, all you guys, man. Thank y'all. Appreciate you being here. Green Plastic, all you guys too. All right. <laughs> I'm the Dirty Bird, man. We'll see you guys next time. Appreciate Peace. it.